0: Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Mercy Poured Forth. My name is Shell Wagner. I'm so glad you came to join me today, whether you're watching live or watching later. I want to do uh, say hello to a few of my friends. Hello, Lee, James, Wirewool. Good to see you guys this morning. Well, I've got two presentations today, getting started with this one with Mercy Poured Forth, and then I've got um, another installment for uh Kings and Prophets I think I believe we're up to like part 7 the introduction <laughs> where we go over good morning Tammy so glad you could join me this morning so this and Laura good morning good morning um what was on my mind as I've been doing this Kings and Prophets study and listening to um Carrie and Lee and, and James and, and everybody's kind of talking about, you know, forgiveness. It's really come up a lot lately. And so, um, I noticed something in my studies and I thought, well, that's what I'm going to bring. So it's a little long and I've got to get done with it. So i I'll stop talking and just add it to this. So what, what I t- entitled this was, is this fair, you know, do you find it offensive Okay. So let's take a look. All right. So I came across something as I've been looking at the prophets and there's this passage in Ezekiel 33. You know, almost every time someone mentions Ezekiel 33, they talk about the watchman, right? But in after that section when it talks about being a watchman, it talks about what is the message? Okay, what was the message of the prophet? And this was the message that that the watchman, you know, it, it, I mean, you've got the watchman on the wall, and then you've got what it is he's got to tell the people, right? So here's the message, Ezekiel thirty three ten. He says, therefore, O son of Adam, speak unto the house of uh, Yasharel. Thus ye speak saying, if our transgressions and our sins be upon us and we pine away in them, how should we then live? The people were asking the prophet, what hope do we have? How do we get out of this mess that we have found ourselves in? Okay, so he's in Ezekiel 33, 11, 12 through 13, he says, Say unto them, as I live, says Adonai Yahweh, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. See, they're asking, How how can we even get we're we're in such a mess, we've sinned so much, we don't even know our way out of this, right? And so they're asking him, How are we going to get through this? So here's the answer: say unto them, as I live, says Adonai Yahweh, I have no pleasure. In the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live, turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Yasharel? Therefore, son of Adam, say unto the children of your people, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression, as for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turns from his wickedness. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sins. When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live, if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousness shall not be remembered, but for his iniquity that he's committed, he shall die of die for it. I mean, this really reminds me of, you know, what it says, a couple of things. Today is the day of salvation. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. What he's basically saying in these passages is, you know, where you are today when when you meet with Yah, this this is the important aspect of, you know, where are you at right now in your heart? Not where were you at 10 years ago, not how much service you did in the church or in your congregation or in those things, but where are, where is your heart at day by day on a day by day basis, you know, of, have you, are, are, have you turned from walking in the way is, is kind of the question. Okay. Let's keep going. So, Again, when I say unto the wicked, you shall surely die if he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful and right. If the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he had robbed, walk in the statues of life without committing iniquity, he shall surely live. He shall not die. That's what he's saying. There is a way of repentance. Okay. He's telling them there is a way of repentance. None of his sins that he is committed shall be mentioned unto him. He has done that which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. Yet the children of your people say the way of Adonai is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. So what are they saying? They're saying, well, that's not fair. We served you this whole time. And now these people that have committed these, attrust, these wicked ones, you know, you're just opening the way up to them too. He's he's saying that his people are saying, well, that's not fair. That's not fair, right? I have felt that way. I felt like, hey, that's not fair. Let's see what else he has to say. Ezekiel 33, 18. When the righteous turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, he shall even die thereby. It's like, you know, they've been walking down this road, doing the right things, but suddenly they decided, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this serving God. I want to to have a little fun in my life, right? But if the wicked Turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. He's saying, You know, everybody, you really are working out your salvation. Okay. Yet ye say, The way of Yahweh is not equal, right? His people are saying, Well, that's not fair. Oh, ye house of Yahshirel, I will judge you, everyone, after his ways. Okay. So y'all can see things that we can't see. All right. So knowing that I had to ask myself, do I have a forgiving heart? You know, when looking, here's some, some people on the screen, right? Some of these people have done atrocious things, to harm people, right? You can see the different faces here. A lot of political leaders and major uh, influencers over, you know, world organizations, you know, I've got here, Obama, Bush, Clinton, uh, Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton. Um, There's Pelosi and Schumer and Trump and and Pence, and here's the three leaders for the the NAFTA, the president of Mexico, which right now I can't remember his name, Biden and Trudeau, Bill Gates, Soros, and Klaus Schwab, right? <laughs> so so there's some ones. Okay, if they turn and they repent, is my heart going to be able to rejoice? Or am I so angry at what they have done to people? that my heart screams. It's not fair. It's not fair, right? It's a question. All right, let me go on. Here's another one. Here's the CEO of Pfizer. Here's uh, Anthony Fauci. Here's the nurses and doctors that have promoted the science and, and and basically said, you know, if you don't agree with their ways, you're you're nothing but a criminal if one of them turns is my heart going to scream not fair not fair right it's another question here's one influencing our children the drag queen quiz christmas show the the kiss band of uh, Uh, Beyonce, right? All influencers influencing our children, perpetrating just garbage on society. They turn, is my heart going to say, not fair, not fair. They get get the same reward that I do, not fair. Is that what my heart's going to say? Here's one. I mean, People have been absolutely, their fortunes absolutely stolen. This whole system has been rigged. I've got kind of the representative of the banking system and we've got Epstein Island up here and the luxury and, uh, you know, that all these influencers that have gotten very, very wealthy in this lifetime and have hurt people and, and hurt children And uh, hurt women and and just taken advantage and stolen people's lifetime worth of work. Is my heart going to scream, not fair? So, Ezekiel 33, 18 says... When the righteous turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that, which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Yet ye say the way of Yahweh is not equal. Oh, you house of Yashorel, I will judge you everyone after his own ways. Fair or unfair, Right. Okay, so I wanted to look at this word, you know, uh, that they're saying, well, that's not equal. It's not equal, right? That, that that's what they're saying. So this word is to con. We have a a um, tov and a kof and a noon, right? Equal, equal measures. So what have we got here? And even in the word picture, okay, um, I kind of wrote it out here. It's it's. Takan is is something being equal. It's the same weight, equal measures, balanced, weighed out. Okay, that's what I found in the Brown Driver Briggs when I looked it up. Now, when I wanted to look at the word picture, I've got a tav. It's a it's a sign. It's it's a sign of the covenant. Look, it looks just like a cross. We've got a cough. We've got an open hand. Okay, and then we have a noon, which is new life springing forth. Okay. So when I looked at his word when 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 Yah says things are equal hello my friend lisa so good to have you here um so when when Yah is is talking to us about something being equal or fair it means that the open hand of Yah extends the ability to covenant to all of life okay he he in his equal measure, he says, "I'm going to make this way open to everyone." Okay, so I wanted to look at a few verses that that word that use this word about things being equal. Tacon, it's in um, it's when things are weighed out, right? See it here. It's weighed or it, how it weighs, right? Uh, ponders, okay. Um, 1 Samuel 2, 3 says, talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth for Yahweh is an Elohim of knowledge and by him actions are weighed, right? He's smarter than we are. He sees things that we can't see. He knows what we don't know, okay? His ways are way up here and ours are way down here. Proverbs 16, 2 says, all the ways of a man... Are clean in his own eyes, right? But Yahweh weighs the Ruikoth. He knows the man's spirit. He knows, he knows us better than we know ourselves. That's exactly what this is saying. We think that we've got it right. We think that, you know, we're we're good, right? Because we're looking through our own eyes, but he sees the hidden things of the heart. In every single person, he knows whether or not we're crying, not fair, right? Proverbs 21, 2. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but Yahweh ponders the hearts. He weighs out the hearts. That's con Proverbs 24, 12. If you say, behold, we knew it not. Does not he that ponders the heart consider it? And he that keeps your soul, does he not know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? Okay. All right. This reminded me a lot of the prodigal son story. So let's, with this word to con in mind, let's let's read through the story. I'm in Luke 15. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, right? When he's like, what am I doing? (laughs) When he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. So he comes to himself and he wants to repent. Okay. And am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your, your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, I love that. Right. He still looked he probably still smelled like the pigs. Right. Certainly looked like he'd been uh r- riding hard and put away wet and, you know, been out sampling the world. I'm sure. Good morning, Beck. Good to see you this morning, too. Good morning, Asia. So and Luke 15, 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran, and fell on his neck, and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in your sight, and am no more worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring in his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his elder son was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of his servants and asked what these things meant, right? So the elder son's been there the whole time. He's been working away. He hasn't stopped working, he's out in the field working for the harvest, right? And he said unto him, your brothers come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him safe and sound. And he was angry and he would not go in. Therefore, came his father out and entreated him and he answering said to his father lo these many years do i serve you neither transgressed i at any time your commandment and yet you never gave me a kid that i make might make merry with my friends but as soon as this your son was come which has devoured your living with harlots you have killed him for the for him the fatted calf And he said unto him, son, you are ever with me and all that I have is yours. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad for this. Your brother was dead and is alive again. He was lost and he is found. He's saying your anger isn't right. I want you to rejoice with me in your brother's salvation, no matter What your brother had done, he's turned from it at this point. Good morning, past, present herbs. Good to have you with us this morning too. All right. So I started thinking about that. Okay. What about the influence of these? All right. This is converging, right? Right here with, with the head per se of Christianity. We've got the Pope in his Dagon hat, right? We've got the rabbis who want to institute the Noahide laws, the, the, all the Catholic church in, engaged in the Crusades. And then we've got the leader of, of uh, Islam, right? Uh, an imam there, one of the leaders saying, you know, that everybody should be killed. But then <laughs> like, there's been so much perpetrated. But when you see the people from here or the leaders from here turn, are we going to cry not fair? Not equal. You know, this is what this is what the, the enemy does. He cries, he, he's the accuser. He's the accuser of Yah and the accuser of the brethren. And we never want to get on his side. So what we have to remember is this is the one who who bore all the sins of the world. It's this is the picture of Yahusha. So let's read through Isaiah 53, starting in verse 3. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he's borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of Elohim and afflicted. But he was wounded and for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and Yahweh has laid on him the iniquity of us all, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people. He was stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence. Neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased Yahweh to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you shall make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of Yahweh shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, will I divide with him a portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he has poured out his soul unto death and he was numbered with the transgressors and he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. So here's another one that I wanted to to mention. You know, we see what Yahusha did for us and none of us deserved it, right? How about this one? Righteous anger to me is the most dangerous one. It's the one that can get me. When I see the agenda against our children and the people running that agenda, my heart wants to scream. They need to be dealt with immediately, you know, because righteous anger rises up, right? And there there is a place for that, but we've got to keep in mind that we're dealing Our war is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And it is so hard when it's manifesting through people, right? And they're coming after our kids. It's really difficult. So here's something too that it made me think of. In Luke 9, there's a story. It starts Luke 9, 51. I'm just going to read it to you. And it came to pass when the time was come that he should be received up. He steadfastly set his face to go to Yerushalayim. Okay, Yahushua knows it is almost time for him to go up on the cross, right? So he starts, he's got his face going towards Yerushalayim. He knows this is what he's got to do. And he sent messengers before his face and they went and entered into a village of the Sharmu. Roni, the Samaritans, right? To make ready for him. It was, hey, get ready. You know, he's coming through and he's going to Jerusalem. And they did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Yerushalayim. They didn't like that he was going to go and, and 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 minister to the Jews, right? They, you know, this is the house of Israel most that's in Samaria right? And, and they didn't want him going there. So we've got this division going on. And when his Talmudim, Yokov, and Yochanan saw this, they said, Adonai, will you that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Eliyahu did? They're like, how dare they not let you, you know, come through their land? How dare they be offended with you? Should we just call down fire from heaven and kill them all. <laughs> but he turned and he rebuked him. And he said, you know not what manner of Ruach year of. They had righteous anger. And he said, you don't know what spirit you're operating in. For the son of Adam is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And then they went to another village. So here is another uh, word on Takan, Matthew 5, 43. This is what Yahushua is telling us. You've heard that it has been said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you and do good to them that hate you and pray for them, which despitefully use you and persecute you that ye may be children of your father, which is in heaven. For he makes his son to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sends rain on the just and on, on the unjust. For if you love them, which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same. And if you salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans do so. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. I, I had seen something. I wanted to just show this one comment. I wish I had time for more, but I know in three minutes I'm supposed to start my other one. So I've got to finish. But we will saying a very timely message, Shell, as the um, World Economic Forum meets and schemes against humankind. Absolutely. These are the things that get me to get me. And I have this message. I'm not preaching to you guys. I'm preaching to me, <laughs> right? All right. So here's one too. John 14, 23. Yahusha answered and said unto him, if you love me, if a man love me, he will guard my words. And we just read his words, right? Forgive. And my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. When things get too much for me, and I've need to calm my soul down because I'm feeling that righteous anger because we're going to feel it. We're going if 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 this was easy, anybody could do it. It's not easy. So here's what I read to myself when I've got to get my mind right-sized. Psalm 23: Yahweh is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the cycles of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of Yahweh forever. All right. Well, I love you guys. Thank you for being here with me. I'll be back in less than a minute with my, the next installment part seven um, of a deep look into the Kings and Prophets. All righty. Shalom.